Welcome back to another episode of Capes and Tights, a comic book and pop culture podcast. I am Justin. That's Adam. We are the hosts. Uh, we haven't really been on for a little while. We we, we kind of took a couple of weeks off as a doing this together kind of thing. We did throw a podcast out there a couple of weeks ago that was us together, but that was from Comic-Con. Uh, That's correct. But life, life happens. We just have life things that go on, scheduling. Yep. Adam and I don't do this for a full-time job, uh, as much as people probably are surprised about that. Right, Adam? I, I would think we did, but we don't. So we have to do other things and we have family and there's other stuff. There's a pandemic going on. I don't know if anybody knew that was happening too. Um, oh yeah. There's a pandemic. So, uh, but yeah, we're back at it. We're going to do this uh, review. We're not professional reviewers. Just to want to put that out there for everybody. Um, we are just nerds that sit in our houses and watch movies and, uh, and talk about them. Uh, we just thought the number of times that Adam, Adam and I used to work together, right. At, at Orno Brewing, the number of yep. times we like watched a movie and then we're like, oh my God, Adam, did you see that movie? And we just talked for an hour exactly. on you on one side of the bar cleaning beer lines, me on the other yep. side of the bar talking. And then at the end, we we're just both like, that would have been a great podcast. That would have been a great podcast. Well, now you, we get to you do and it for I, fun. Exactly. And we've joked forever how I, you know, I always feel like both of our wives have been so encouraging, even when we work together, just to talk about comic books because they both were like, oh my gosh, somebody else they can talk to. So <laughs> It so, was yeah. funny because I, I go pick up my comic books on Wednesdays from Paul Eaton at Galactic Comics in Bangor. And I mentioned that it was like weird that I only person that it was you for a little while. Then some things I can bounce off of Uriah in the kitchen just because right. he has some of those same interests, but not always. Some, a lot of times this is more about basketball or like heavy metal music. Whereas now it's Colton and the brewery has that love for comic books now yep. that I can actually get that out at work. But then like Adam and I have our therapy sessions every every week uh, uh talking about comic books exactly. and, and movies so um but we're gonna review shang chi shang chi and the legend of the ten rings which uh is a new movie uh we do it a little bit different here at capes and tights uh right now we're kind of like let you watch the movie in the theater and even let you watch it for 10 days or so on disney plus yep. or online before we get in there because one of the things i always hated and this is kind of one of those things that I, I realized that after i watched the movie uh, on disney plus day november 12th was that I then have to go back to the podcasts that I listen to that talk about this and find the podcast that I skipped because they did it because they got an advanced viewing of it and Ex they were able exactly. to do it. Now it's like just in your line. Now, if you either saw it in the theaters or you saw it on Disney Plus and you go to our podcast and you're watching, you're, you're watching, yep. listening, it's bam, it's there now. Now you've already seen it. You don't have to worry about spoilers or anything like that. When it's like, I have to like, they someone just reviewed the Eternals. Like, well, when I go see the Eternals eventually, whether it's online or in theaters or whatever. I then have to find that podcast back in the like find it down the list and, and listen to that podcast about exactly. That. So our little different thing is is this. So it hit the theaters September third, twenty twenty one. It was actually the first uh, Marvel movie. I, it says online post pandemic. I, I think it's kind of those weird things that like I feel like we've been saying post pandemic for a long time. The pandemic's still happening. <laughs> yeah, we're just we're gonna keep saying it until it's true. <laughs> uh, you know, post pandemic. What basically what it was is it's basically I would say post regularly available vaccines. Like that's how yes. I'm kind of like saying it. It's like we had the summer yeah. of 2021 where we were able to kind of do some things, hang out and stuff like that with the low cases and everybody's getting vaccines. So I'm using it as a post vaccine or post immunization era of the pandemic where people actually things are opening back up. So that came out September 3rd, 2021. So it was actually one of the first that was after Black Widow, which Black Widow again was a uh, online only release yeah. uh, for that or mixed release. It was a mixed release. This is the one with the first one where it wasn't available online. It just was available in the theaters. 
And then it came on online Disney Plus Day, which is November 12th, 2021. And we'll hit Blu-ray and DVD for those people who don't like streaming or want to own the physical copy on November 30th, 2021. Uh, let's see here. It's 25th movie. That's crazy. It's the 25th MCU that movie. That is nuts. Uh, it was made for 150 to 200 million dollars, and it brought in, as of the last check this morning, 431.3 million dollars in the box office. I think they made their money back. Yeah. Uh, IMDb has it at a 7.6, which is funny because when I started making these notes after Disney Plus Day, it was actually a 7.7. So in the past 10 days or so, okay. it has dropped a 0.1. Rotten Tomatoes has a 92% critics and 98% audience score. So fairly overall, as you see that, it's a successful movie. We could just yep. end the podcast there knowing that it's a successful launch for another one for, uh, for Marvel. Uh, it made money. It's fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's above seven and a half on IMDb. It's successful in my opinion, yep. as it is. Um, as we move forward, I want to just start doing this on these podcasts. Spoiler alert. I, Adam and I will probably get into some nitty gritties and actual things that happen in the movie, yep. but like, let's be honest, the probably the biggest thing I'll spoil is the is the post credit scenes, honestly. And, and, and oh, of course. Sense. But like, otherwise, from this point on, we just talk about the movie. But yes, if you want to, haven't seen the movie, please pause this and don't listen to it. I don't want to be yep. the person who spoils a movie for you. Um, so spoilers moving forward from here. Yep. Uh, let's just. I guess I'll go over a little bit too. So D Dustin, Dest Dustin, Dustin, Daniel Cretton uh, is the director. He also uh, wrote part of the screenplay as well. And then obviously there's a bunch of actors in there. Aquafina, uh, Amunger Shang, Simu Liu, Tony Leon, Ben's King ben Kingsley makes an appearance again. And uh, Benedict Wan, uh, Wong makes an appearance as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was a great movie. I thought one of those weird things that like, it's the first movie. It's the first new character movie for us. Yes. In a long time. I mean, you know, the first new movie post Endgame ish era. I mean, obviously that was a Spider-Man movie, but like it was Black yep. Widow. But then Black Widow is a character we already know about, so it was just more about yep. her. Um, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings is a new movie, new character. So it it was weird. I felt like I almost had to force myself to watch it. Does that make sense? It, yeah, it's funny that you said that. I was, I don't know I, what I was getting ready to say. Like, I was like, I wasn't excited. Like, it dropped, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna watch this." And then the first, even like, not even getting into that yet, like chunk of the movie, I was like, "Ah, still no." And I didn't end feeling like that. Yeah. Like, but but yeah, it was the same thing. It was just, it was, yeah. I don't. I, I wasn't like just super excited about it. And usually I am so. And that's funny because it's like this one and the Eternals. Again, the Eternals I'm pretty excited about just because some of the actors and actresses are in it. And I and I've read the series that it's really based on. Uh, I didn't read much Shang Chi, and I've never been really a kung fu movie kind of person. Like I'm, I'm right. not a huge Bruce Lee fan. I'm not a huge, uh, you know, uh, you know, I'm a Jackie Chan fan here and there. Like some some right. of the comedy stuff he did and stuff. But like. I just haven't been into that. Like the martial arts I like is the martial arts that's based around comic book right. characters that are doing it because it's part of their thing. You know, it's not like yep. a Kung Fu style movie, which is basically what this is. Um, yep. I also am glad it's kind of cool. It's kind of like the Iron Man thing. We're modernizing it a little bit. Like there was this right. historical Asian influence to it, but like you start off in the movie with it being, you know, modern day San Francisco. Yep. It's not, we're not just like, it's not an origin story of origin stories. We're just seeing this happen back in ancient China or ancient right. Korea. 
uh it's just basically like okay you're in this movie you're now modern characters like it's not that would have been that would have been even harder for me to continue moving on uh I right. it was literally based off of like a, a, an ancient thing like yep. it, they did it in dr strange too where dr strange is more modern but they kind of go back in time in a sense yeah. with the ancient information in here here too with this and- one um I think yeah, I don't, I don't know. Could... I just had that that weird rush to like rush to see it, and I don't. Yeah, I, a mixture of the kung fu with a mixture of a new character that I don't have an invested interest in. I think did yep. it. Yeah, it's interesting, and like, and it's fascinating too because we're seeing now. I mean, Marvel has such a huge market in China, and so we're seeing them building that base as far as you know more cultural references and language and retconning stories to make them you know culturally appropriate and Mm -hmm. and but like i said that's also um i mean that's like i I think that's why marvel that's why they do such a good job they're willing to try completely different things that are they know like actually i mean i would imagine they probably said that they were like man there's gonna be so many people like in america that are like i don't know i'm just not excited about this one but if you watch it i mean it's it's a quality movie though and I do give credit, and that's one of the things I will always write home about about Marvel is the fact that it was a kung fu movie, superhero yes, movie. So, like, exactly. what I loved about Ant Man, which is basically a heist movie, superhero yep. movie, and you like about it's like exactly. a Thor Ragnarok or Guardians of the Galaxy, it's more of that comedy or right. Movie. That's what we've said. Black Widow is like that Mission Impossible itch, like the espionage and the. So, the- it's got to get people out of the mindset this is a superhero movie, and that the fact this is a kung fu movie and that's what i liked about it because that's what marvel's been able to do because there's always they've always discredited because oh it's just another superhero movie and it's like yes obviously there's a superhero complex character you know story arc right but it's based around a kung fu movie and the same thing like you said about black widow being a mission impossible movie and so on and so forth yep that's what marvel's been able to do is like create a subgenre like forget about the main genre which is superhero and then go to the the subgenre is really what 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 takes over the movie and and it's not my favorite marvel movie but again I feel like at the beginning was kind of like, eh. but by the end, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. There's definitely some plot, not plot holes. There's definitely some downsides to this movie. Like there's some problems that I see, uh, but an overall arching, great acting, great yep. storyline, great, uh, you know, I like the fact that it's an origin story, but a, a really unique origin story. I yep. like the fact that when we found out he already had the abilities when he's on the train or the, the bus and she's like, oh my God, who are you? That yep. to me is huge because we didn't have to sit there and see this like montage of him doing right. push-ups and pull-ups and like getting into shape and doing all this stuff. He's like, no, he already had it. He was just yep. hiding from it. And and that to me was like, okay, cool. Was, I didn't yeah, want to see another cool. origin story where it's just like, okay, here we go. Like Iron Man building his suit in the in the cave. Like I you don't need to see that. Or like even right. Ant Man, great movie again. But Ant Man, it's him learning how to like talk to the ants and all that stuff it's like exactly to see that over and over again just give me the character a little bit of a back you know history to how he got where he was but the person you're seeing in modern day already has the abilities right that was great to me um funny speaking about that the actual the guy who did a we talk about kung fu movie jackie chan and the effect of the abilities uh, the fighting was amazing, and Brad Allen, who was part of Jackie Chan's crew for fight choreography, yeah. was the was the guy who did. He sadly passed away. and didn't actually get to see this movie, you know, in completion, uh, or at least in the theaters. He probably saw it completion. I don't know if it's. Sure. I mean, it's already been made for a while. Um, but that's crazy that you actually got like Jackie Chan's 
fight choreographer did the fight choreography for this movie, which is as, makes it even yep. more realistic, a more down to earth kung fu movie. Definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, it's that I think that's what I really like it, you know, and ended up appreciating about the movie was there was that I thought the uh, I thought the cinematography was great. And then digging in on that, it's the cinematographer from The Matrix. Mm -hmm. And I was like, then I was like, oh, like those shots totally make sense. Like the weird use of color totally makes sense. Um, and so, yeah, I thought like there's just there's a lot of neat people that were a part of this movie that I don't think most people even realize, like you said, like, I mean, the connection to Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan and these like big time people in basically kung fu cinema. It's yeah. it, it, it's there's like heavy hitters involved. Well, that's that, that's where to go for it, too. Like, obviously, there's there's like someone people know, like the name Aquafina. Is a, is a person in Hollywood that some people don't know. Obviously, Ben Kingsley was in the other Marvel movies. Same yep. with Benedict Wong. But you go on with some of these people that are very less, less known, and they spent not the money, but the effort in the in the training some less known yep. people to do the the part of the movie that you really need to know well is, is Kung Fu or, or is, is martial arts. And so having that in there, and I say spending the money, yep. but like putting the effort into having a quality person doing the cinematography just brings that Marvel level to another level uh as a whole um the you mentioned the cinematography and stuff that freaking bus scene where they're fighting on the bus and, oh the, and the cameras like the, the next to it and going around it and stuff like that that was unbelievable I'm like this is that a was, shot that i never expected to see yes. well that was when i when i read it was the cinematographer the for the matrix i yeah. was like oh that totally makes sense like because you know back in its day the same thing everybody was like that's wild how did they do these crazy shots um and, and the uh yeah. The, the cinematography, the acting was great. I thought everybody was great. Uh, you know, seeing Aquafina, she's more of a comedy person. And so, like, I was yeah. hoping, I was really, really, like, hoping that she wouldn't just be, like, one-liner after one-liner after one-liner. I feel Me like there too. was a great number of one-liners in there, but there were fitting and perfectly timed one-liners, which is what Marvel's been known for. It's like, okay, this is a somewhat serious movie. Someone's coming to attack the right. characters of the movie. Shang-Chi's actually, his dad's coming to, like, find him and his sister. And, but, but there's like the breaking it up a little bit with the comedy is what I love because like we mentioned before yep. and other ones like Marvel or uh, our last Iron Man one was like, nothing in life is fully serious. Yep. Nothing. I'm sorry. Someone dies. Someone at that funeral is laughing somewhere. Like not You're because not of someone dying, but something right. happened. If someone trips exactly. and falls at a funeral, just because someone died doesn't mean you can't, you don't have yep. to laugh at it. And so there's these times that they were definitely that comedic humor was there. And the same thing with Ben Kingsley's. Interactions. Yep. That's what I was gonna say. All around, I actually, I, I thought the comedy was handled really well in this movie. At first, Katie's character, I like, yep. I was kind of like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. But by the end, I was like, I could, I could have her as a recurring character. Like, she's hilarious. And she, uh, her voice, I thought was gonna bother me too, but it ended up. I did too. It, I, I don't know if it's just because it was different. Like, it made it okay because it was different uh, in in the movie, but I, she did an excellent job. And you right, and as, as we see in the post credit scenes, and then towards the end of the movie, it does seem like she's not going anywhere. It seems like it is right, like Shang Chi's. She's kind of sidekick in a sense, like his man in the chair, his Ned from Spider Man, exactly. Which uh, is you know the, great. I love those kind of supporting actor yep. actresses characters of that too. Speaking of Ben Kingsley, I love the fact that he was in this because it kind of brought that yep. retconned kind of the Ten Rings thing from yep. uh, you know Iron Man. However. Was it too far to like, was it like, did you need all of the Ben Kingsley we got? Like, do we seeing him being like 
kidnapped or whatever prison imprisoned right. yep. by uh by shang chi's dad it makes sense because like obviously he's pissed that he's like right almost made fun of the 10 rings and they used it to help terror their own terrorist stuff instead of what he wanted to do and so on and so forth but like did did ben kingsley need to be in the final battle in you know what i mean like yeah no i know exactly what you mean <laughs> it, it was good and i think it was handled well and i think that they, they it, yep. I, I can say i could take it or leave it kind of thing like uh, there's a funny joke when he's laying on the ground he's like oh my god yes. are you dead and he's like no i'm just playing dead i'm just playing dead like he's acting that stuff's funny it's nice nice comedic uh, yep. uh, you know comedic level there but like in my mind i'm like this just seems weird that like he wouldn't help them escape and i think it, and like, then just I, go I, to I his own he, life it was, it was just this weird thing like did he need to be there i think you hit the nail on that. i felt that like the whole way through with like I, I i think the trevor slattery character like is hilarious it kills me and once i don't remember the name of the little monster but like that even like just made it even funnier to me the little furry thing that but he I, actually it's like, get along with it and understand what he's saying exactly and, but the thing is like i've never felt other than like of course the idea of having a, an actor you know that is portraying this fake stereotypical version of this terrorist is a good plot point but i i, I think i i think they took that joke too far but if if it was separate if it was like its own standalone goofy like short series with ben kingsley it would be amazing like but yeah, plus, it was it was too much. Like plus, I mean, let's see. So Shang Chi and and Katie were from the United States. Like they're obviously like Shang Chi's from you know, his origin story is not from the United States, but like he's from he he grew up for the past few years in the United States. Would he been around? He's probably obviously would have been around when when Ben Kingsley did this, and people are just gonna forget that like he helped the terrorists. Like right. <laughs> like, like this guy all of a sudden, okay, he's made amends now. Like this guy isn't a terrorist, but like it technically is though. Wouldn't he be technically classified as a terrorism, even if he was acting? Well, and he like, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Mean, so yeah. So no, he's like, he's full on part of it. I mean, he's a terrible person, like a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. That's why the only thing that would work is some like series that acknowledges what a shitty, terrible yes. person he is. <laughs> and like he's like oh they they offered me drugs or offered me and they're like oh to get him help or whatever and he's like no they offered me drugs like more drugs <laughs> yes <laughs> like uh and then his acting like i guess his 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 the reason why he's still alive is because they want him to act shakespearean plays and things like that it was like it was funny as hell and they obviously wouldn't have been able to they did connect in a way that ben kingsley's character trevor slattery was able to talk to and I, i'm i'm blanking on his name too the little character he doesn't say anything so i don't think about him that much but um yeah. though he was able to translate for them and that's how they got into you know the land in the woods like they were able to actually do that because of of this little this little character um, exactly but so i understand that but like at that point i feel like after the translation was done like would trevor slattery in real life just had like hidden in a room somewhere i've been like okay see you guys later i don't know it just felt like it was weird like he was actually like yep. wielding a sword or something like that in the battle at the end it's like maybe making amends maybe that's what it is like okay now i can actually do something good in this world after the shitty things that i've done uh, you yeah know, be sober or whatever and now you know I, I don't know it just that to me was like I feel like the point that that we've talked about it this much drives home the point that they took that story too far because that wasn't that 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 shouldn't be what I like but I'm like you I did the same I was like well that's weird and like why does he talk to this little creature <laughs> and like just then I'm like I'm spiraled off on this story of like Trevor Slattery <laughs> yes 
Well, and then like part of me also was like, okay, how grounded the so from the beginning talking about the Trevor Slattery part that in that little character, I'm gonna freaking piss me or piss people off not knowing what it's, it's like Marshall Morris, or something Morris Morris um, is when you such a grounded movie like the movie yep. was grounded right like you see him in a sense like obviously there's that little bit of a when they're fighting on the tr- the bus like okay that's not grounded it's not you don't see that in normal life but like right. uh there's grounded for a superhero movie and all of a sudden there's nothing supernatural at all really i mean the guy could fight pretty well the, yep. the guy has an arm a, a razor fist thing uh the guy is fighting and there's supernatural so they have super strength but then all of a sudden i know where we just see this like pokemon character <laughs> come out yes. of the room which is morris and it was just like okay all of a sudden i know where we just went like in this really weird place trevor slattery's there and this pokemon style character is there and now this is getting really weird um but then it made sense that he's from this yep. like and then i'm trying tao low in your mind the place they go in the woods yep. is that another dimension in your mind i feel like it has to be I, in like my it, mind i mean just I, my the, mind but the connection i i, I agree the connection between the whole like Benedict Wong being in there as Wong from Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange being able to open up portals and all that stuff in there. The yeah. portals part made me think that it is just another dimension and another way to get to that dimension like they would do with right. the circles right. in Doctor Strange. Um, the way that only portals open certain ways and things like that. Because, I mean, obviously this is not just a hidden place that you can just fly over. I mean, right. it's like dragons and there's like weird creatures and all that stuff. So to me, it was like going through the woods and finding that maze the way they did with Morris to get to that entrance yeah. was going through another dimension. And that's why it, it's been like that. Right. And I thought that too, because of the thing where they're like, oh, the forest will eat you or whatever. And so clearly like if the forest catches up with you, I mean, it doesn't eat you. No. I, but it like it, you get zapped somewhere. I mean, who knows? And so, as an overall story arc with the whole like finding his dad, his dad wanting to here's the mom thinking they can get yep. save her. And then, you know, there's just a couple of small things like the whole Trevor Slattery being there potentially too much, the randomness yep. of Morris just showing up. Uh, I love how yep. Katie was just like, I thought your dad was batshit crazy basically until I saw us like the water, like the whole the map of the water going around yep. and all the stuff. He goes, okay. And then like basically the whole area is just crazy. She just thought he was batshit crazy. Yep. Um, but then like the fact that they just drove a car into this new dimension and they just yeah. landed there and the people in the dimension were just like, hi, go back yeah. from where you came. Like, <laughs> which is like, because now that you're on it, I, I had one huge hang up I had like the whole way through the movie was the, um, Shang-Chi's father I mean first yes. of all like he shows up he meets this woman and yep. it's right at the borderlands of what is it? how do I say it Talo 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 and they fight and they fall in love but like he was already a really terrible person so like I get it her love saved him but it's like I mean when she met him he was at like the peak of his crappiness so the thing that got me then was like, A, I'm sorry, but if I lived there, I'm not moving back to an apartment in where, or not, it wasn't, it was a yeah. huge estate. But like, I would stay in the magic place. I don't get yes. leaving. Also, the fact that he put the rings away and didn't think that like the thousand years worth of people that he'd been pissing off weren't going to come kill his family. Like that to me was so absurd when it happened. I was like, what is wrong with you? You are grocery shopping and you, you just lived for a thousand years and fought yes. everybody. Like that's 
like that just glared at me the whole movie. I just thought that was so dumb. Well, it's also that, like putting the rings away was almost like like yeah. you had to put the rings away to stop using them. But like, couldn't you also have just swapped from being bad with the rings to being good with the rings? Which I guess we the point was no, he couldn't. But my okay. point is she should. But I'm thinking like. I feel like she should have known that and maybe helped them learn to because that was a problem. <laughs> like, well, that's and that's the thing. It's also I love it if I didn't if I hadn't put the rings away, she would still be alive. Is not true either because he wasn't there. That he would have exactly. had to still be home. He all he would yep. have had to do is been home and she would have been alive. He had to go somewhere do something and came back and she was dead. So it's not like so that kind yep. of storyline. It was kind of weird. I do like the. I mean, Shang Chi was able to use the rings for good. So it's not like the rings exactly. possess this power of exactly. bad. Um, I do I mean it, they must they retcon they definitely retconned the ten rings though, right? I mean, yep. in my mind, Iron Man three was part of phase two years yep. ago. When they talked ten rings then, I honestly think that's where the Marvel Studios execs and writers and people in the room were saying that's what the ten rings were. Because they've obviously everything in right. the MCU has been retconned in a sense to what the sure. comic books are they're not exact they're it's its own universe it's the marvel comic book universe and the marvel movie universe they're not the same they have exactly basis to go off of but like this isn't the exact shang chi story from the books like this is its own interpretation of it so when iron man came out with the 10 rings uh i, I that had to have been what marvel wanted to do for the 10 rings okay we're not probably right. ever going to do a shang chi movie this doesn't make any sense yada 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 and so this was like a way of bringing Trevor, Trevor Slattery in there, bringing Ben Kinsley character in there right. and doing this and having this 10 rings as a way to retcon it without actually changing it. Like they didn't change anything that yeah. this person, the aim guy, whatever his name now, um, used this other organization that was technically dormant because he had not, wasn't using the rings anymore right. as his own thing and then so on and so forth and all that stuff. Exactly. So I definitely think it, was a, it wasn't part of the original plan to have this be the 10 rings. Yep. And it, and it was, and, and the way they did it was well done. Like, I mean, like, I, I think the whole actor using like stereotypes, it was a really spot on thing right now, culturally. And like what that means and what we call terrorism and how much is media driven. That's all smart stuff. So like, I thought that was, that was fun. Um, that was the part of the movie that I, like, I enjoyed seeing how they made it kind of a, a truly more like Asian fe feeling mm -hmm. film, which they, they really did. Like it was because yeah, I loved that there was a lot of Mandarin Chinese spoken in the movie. I thought that was great. And that's, that was huge. I want to mention that that's huge to me too, because at the very beginning of the movie, like the first, what, 10, 15 minutes in the movie, maybe 10 minutes in the movie is in yep. Mandarin. And so yes. they talk in the native language, which is one of the biggest downfalls to any American made movie yep. or TV show that's supposed to be based in an Asian country or another language country. Uh, for some reason, all of a sudden I know where they speak perfectly good English in yep. these foreign countries, uh, in these movies. What I did like was the way they wrote that in there. Are you, are you practicing your English? Are you practicing your English? And it made it seem like the parents yep. forced the kids to practice their English as a young person so that they could speak English exactly. so that the rest of the movie could be in English and there'd be a reason why, not just yep. they happen to speak English. That was honestly very good writing. and something I really noticed when they start the movie off speaking Mandarin yep. and then also out of nowhere you have them speaking English. It's because they were forced to basically do that as a kid. And now he lives in the United States. Yep. You know? It was funny how you mentioned about the 10 rings and putting the 10 rings away and, and, and no one's going to come back to find you. It's the same thing with uh, the son. The son learned from his dad. Shang-Chi is like, will you change your name from Sean or Shang to Sean? Yep. 
and just live like a normal life in the United States and think that someone who exactly. has that ability is never going to find it, you. That is fun. It did kind of mirror that. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, that your dad's never going to find you because your name is Sean. You're an Asian dude in, in, in San Francisco with the right. name Sean and you're driving cars and parking cars for a living, which is Let's also see, awesome. And he's not actually, that's, the, he's not really even hiding. Like he's doing no. an incredibly visible job. <laughs> like, it was, not far uh, apple doesn't far fall far from the tree there exactly. too i also love when that really really expensive bmw shows up and in all of our minds we were just yes. like oh shang chi's gonna get out of this big thing and come to find out he's the one parking the car yeah which was that amazing was great. and all the family giving him shit because all they do is park cars for a living and they actually need to do something with their lives yep. and um the fact that uh th they're leaving a seat open at the table for someone who had passed and they're like yep. do you really think that he needs cigarettes and cereal in the afterlife <laughs> Like it's just a pack of smokes. And he's like, you yep. really think you're honoring him by putting a pack of smokes there? Um, all that stuff was, again, it makes this, what Marvel Cinematic Universe has been able to do is make fun moments in a serious, yep. it's an action drama film. It's not a comedy. It's But it's able to intertwine that. And I think that, that it led to a lot of the, the greatness of the movie. Uh, special effects were great. They were. I think they did a really yep. good job with special effects. Um, it, just, again, the storyline was great. The The... Like the, the dragons, the the, the demigods, whatever. What, yep. we, what would you call them? the? Uh, They're definitely demigods of some sort. I mean, or like, I, it was weird. It was weird, but I, I I don't know. It was nice to see uh, that brought the the Asian uh, culture into it by putting the dragons and yep. the different creatures in there. Um, it was the the seeing them fight the two dragons and things fight yep. and stuff like that was great. Um, yeah, I mean, I had nothing to complain about that. There's definitely some. I watched it in 4K or 4K. The new uh, they have it on IMAX or Disney Plus is the new IMAX yep. thing, uh, and sometimes that can throw you off compared to the TV you have because the special effects seem to be different than the actual live sure. action. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't too bad. It, it, it actually made me pretty happy. Um, what I did notice that we watched Jungle Cruise and there was some of that in Jungle Cruise. It was like almost like it was overlaid, like you have yep. the special effects and you can tell it's overlaid. Um, but in, in Shang Chi, it was a little less uh, likely. The music. Yes. The music was great. And yep. we've talked about this in the past. And it's like, yep. does it sound if it's if you if you remember the music from a movie, then it's an excellent soundtrack. If you don't, then it sucked. Now, there's no middle ground, I don't think, there. Because or it, you could remember it from a movie because it sucked too. But I feel like yep. that when you remember it, the music is playing and it's like that the Asian influence in a hip hop song when yep. he's starting to work out and stuff like that. And then, and then the score and the other music that happened. I just thought the music in general was an excellent, excellent, excellent soundtrack. Um, I heard someone who went to the theaters and actually like the song, the, the, the show ended and they bought it on iTunes, like the actual movie stopped yeah. and they were sitting there waiting for the, waiting for the post-credit scenes to see the post-credit scenes. They're actually buying it on iTunes. Which I was like, yeah, that says something. Well, and that's the thing. It. I mean, that's why their Marvel's movies work so well. Like they never anymore. I mean, that they're, they're so big. They never skimp. Like we've, I mean, you know, you don't have to get like the guy that did the matrix no. with, with special effects anymore they could have just phoned in a few cool looking scenes green screened them and called it a day and it would have been good but it's like you said one of the first things in that fight scene um in the the what, is, what was that a tram or a cable car or whatever yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah it's it's crazy like it stands out you're like whoa that's nuts like i haven't seen that in a while like that very physical jackie chan the camera is there recording this like and it is it's because it's really different than cgi like really different but that's I, why their movies are great i haven't read it yet or there i guess there's a youtube video or something out there of an actual bus driver tram driver who reviewed 
the fight and how they were able to oh, control the cool. trials and stuff like that. Like he's like, no, that's actually that's pretty good. It's probably pretty spot on. Like a twenty year veteran of one of those cars that drives one of those things. Yeah. It was like, ah, oh, they did a pretty good job there. I'm like, that's pretty funny. They probably didn't think about that at all. They're not like actually looking to find like, like when Big Bang Theory was on TV, they were actually consulting with actual scientists to make sure they were talking yep. correctly on the show. I'm pretty sure that Marvel wasn't like, let's talk to a driver and make sure this bus is moving the way it's supposed to be moving. Like they're just going to make it look cool because none of us care. Yeah. But the bus driver was like, no, 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 that actually was pretty good. They actually, she handled it pretty well the way she spun the wheel. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. They probably just sent like an intern to ride the tram <laughs> system all day long and just write about it. <laughs> Which I mean, here's the deal. Anybody, even if you're a talented freaking driver, whenever they say take a right and it just takes a right and goes like, that's not, that's not how it happens. No, like, you, that bus would have been crashed a long yeah. time ago. The same thing with the scene where they're driving through the forest that was bugging me. Like they were just all kind of talking and he would go turn right. And she yeah. would turn right. And I'm like, dude, if you miss one of these turns, you die. And like, yeah. they're just kind of having a conversation while they're maybe talking about directions. Like, well, it's also the fact, like I mentioned about the car in Tallow, like was able to get from the forest to the place on this right dirt without like getting hung up on anything there's no boulders in the way or trees in the way yeah. or like mud getting your car stuck in mud or anything like that would have been an excellent commercial for whatever whatever car manufacturer that is yeah we've been like hey we go anywhere the ford bronco <laughs> we even go to tallow um i wanted to talk post-credit scenes too so there is one yeah. there's two post-credit scenes and again if you watch the movie but you haven't seen the scenes or you haven't seen the movie but you don't care but you want to not be spoiled about the post-credit scenes uh, this is your time to, to, to escape this podcast yep. uh, ramblings. Um, but there's one, uh, the, the second one is of um, Shang-Chi's sister basically taking over the helm of, yep. of the Ten Rings, which kind of saw, it, at the end of the movie, you kind of got that idea that she probably would take the mantle over. Like she seems like she's, uh, you know, has this underground fight ring, like fight club right. thing. But then she seems like she wants to do, and maybe she should try, like maybe they're going to pretend like she should try and do something good with it. But I doubt it. I feel like she's going to have that Foot Clan TMNT yeah, style that. stuff going on that like, I, I do feel like she's going to come back at a future. It could be a, a you know, a, a Avengers movie or some other movie that right. she's going to come back for it. Maybe Shang-Chi too. Um, but there's going to be some sort of thing where now she has to battle. He has to battle his sister running the, I, there's something there, but she definitely comes back and it's cool because she takes it and puts her modern twist on it where she's like, makes it seem like her fight ring she right. had, uh, she has in this, uh, uh, this, this, this post-credit scene. Speaking of that, there is an appearance of the abomination fighting Wong, which also is which weird. Is Cause like really awesome, but they, he, he takes abomination back somewhere with Wong. So they were not like fighting, like yeah. they were fighting each other, but it, like, why were they fighting each other? Cause they weren't fighting for money. Right. right? I, I, I saw it a YouTube video that zoomed in on that and it, it, it's some kind of containment cell. So like his speculation is like, he is still imprisoned, Okay. but they're letting him train for something. And there's also like, supposedly is, other people in the stands too. There's, there's different villainous things you've seen throughout Marvel's oh, cool. history in the stands that are like different things. I didn't see that either. And I don't remember exactly. There's a couple that pointed out different things and I was like, Oh, that seems kind of cool. Like there was different, creatures from different things yep. uh, in the stands as well it might uh, might have been cool. that that same video that the, mm -hmm. that guy made, was hoping that they'd do some spin-off series about her continuing to run a fight club and that every episode you get like this weird matchup of crazy like marvel characters with a story that kind of overarcs yeah. like what if and i was like in my i was like man that actually would be like amazing marvel super smash brothers 
exactly pretty much yeah the series <laughs> Uh, and then the other one is uh, the two characters, so Shang-Chi and Katie, uh, talking to uh, Bruce Banner and to um, uh, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, uh, which is pretty badass. And then Benedict Wong was also there as well. And so I don't know if th- that's a cool one, just basically saying they're going to continue on and that they do know yeah. each other. That's the other thing I like about those, those kind of scenes is that they, to show that they know other people exist like one of the pitfalls right. of some of these other things that have happened in previous marvel like when um uh, you know uh, Cap- uh iron man 3 and right. they are fighting and all that stuff like where the hell's the avengers like why are they this exactly. is, it seems like a, it exactly. seems like someone at least one avenger would show up to this this thing to fight uh not right. just iron man and roadie like it seems like captain america would be around or hulk or someone would be a help right uh it shows at the end of this in this post credit scene that people know and that they'll be in yep. contact and that there's there's a lot more for them and you know so on and so forth kind of maybe introducing them to the avengers of some sort maybe shang chi's yeah. gonna become an avenger uh because there's rumors of an avengers four at some point um which is pretty cool is, and then she weird. obviously does her thing i've gotta yes. i gotta go save the world or save the universe yep. and she just jets off uh, and sees that too, and, and it could lead into like Incredible Hulk. Uh, that sorry, the She Hulk, Bruce yeah, Banner sure. is going to be on that, so it could be leading into that. Obviously, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness well, is was, coming I'd say, out. I love this like it through What If and this show and like you know WandaVision, This slow creep towards whatever like madness is going to start with the Doctor Strange movie, and that because I that one I'm, like it's funny. Doctor Strange was not one of my favorite in the last rotation, but I'm so excited for this next one. And this movie was that man at the end. I was just like, oh, you could like feel it getting there and starting to like all come together. And I can't wait for Spider-Man. Like, so yeah, that was what excited me with that second post-credit scene is I was just like, okay, I'm ready for all the other stuff now. And that's funny how you go back on that. We go, you know, to do a full circle kind of about the idea that we weren't really super pumped about this movie. Like I was pumped because it's a Marvel movie and I'm, I'm pumped because there's not as many movies coming out as there has been because of the pandemic. Yep. Um, but like, it wasn't like I am we're, this summer. I was freaking pumped about December 17th and watching Spider-Man no way, uh, no way home, like right. watching the trailers and watching them over and over again on that, like making sure that I'm putting it up on the big screen, not just watching it on my phone. Uh, yeah. It's something to say about the new Spider-Man movie. So there's even possibility that there's, there's talk about Shang-Chi or the Eternals that there's slight possibility of post-credit scenes or even, uh, in the actual movie, seeing some of sure. these characters because now they yeah. can do that. Now we're expecting it. So now they can, you know, whenever they're filming movies, all these movies are being filmed intertwined. Yep. So there's possible that they can say they were filming yep. the Marvel's movie with Captain Marvel in it and she just popped over on the same yes. set, just popped over to her green screen. They filmed her, edited her in, yep. and there you go. Now you got a post credit scene uh, yep. for that. Well, it's four. It was like they were so it. far spread out that it was like they actually had a plan even further yes. out how to yep. put these things in a studio and do all this stuff. Now it's like, they're filming Thor Love and Thunder. And it's like, oh, hey, we yes. can pull Thor over and do something really quickly. Um, and so that's cool about that. I agree. I'm just getting text message up, up the wazoo here. No. Um, so as an overall thing, like I said, we don't we don't really give review uh, 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 ratings. Um, I wish we could kind of do like Conan does on Conan O'Brien. Yep. We used to do like everything was a random thing. It was like, okay, this is a one plus. And there's yes. no actual system to no, it. There's no it's numbers. A, yep. Numbers, letters. It could be letters. Hum. This one gets a thumbs up. It's a thumbs up and a half thumbs up. No. Um, yep. But overall, it was another hit. Home run for, yes. for, for Marvel. I, you I know, and I think, honestly, at this point, you and I are very aware of it. Like, reviews, just as reviews don't work with the Marvel Universe, because 
part of what people love is that they do such an amazing job of connecting every story together. And so to do that, you're never going to get the type of film that you review bookend to bookend and say like, this was just a masterpiece of theater because it has to, it has to be bigger than that. So like, this is a great MCU movie. I would, it's yes. like my would final take on it. Like it did a and, great and, job of expanding it. And if you are a big Kung Fu, uh, martial yes. arts style movies, you've got that in here too. If you're, if you're, yep. you know, if you're, fan of any of the, the the actors that are in this movie then you're going to like this movie so i think it's definitely from from start to finish was a great movie and even taylor as i was watching it going ooh, i don't know if taylor's gonna like this one that much like at the end she's yeah. like eh which is what she did for dr strange and she did for captain marvel and she's like she's watched them all and she likes the most of them right um but she's like not i, I knew it the halfway through this movie it wasn't gonna be like another thor ragnarok for her like it wasn't gonna be like oh my right. god i need to watch this movie every weekend and so on but then I looked over to her, I'm like, what'd you think? And she's like, actually, it was really good. And they're like, wow, it was actually surprising to see that she said that it was really good because I liked it, yep. but I liked it as a, I'm pretty much going to like anything MCU related. Yep. Uh, it's not it's not my top five MCU movies for sure, but sure. I also don't think it's the top bottom five for sure. Like it's no. definitely right there in the middle. Like it's probably yeah. right there around like, Black Widow where it's like- I had know, the exact movie. same reaction Taylor did, which was, I was like, this is, this is okay. This, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. And, and then and I get, after it guarantee was over, we're gonna watch it again yeah. and be like, oh, this is amazing. Right. Like, it's but really then good. when I sat there after it was over, I was like, like I was like, actually, that was really good. Yeah. Like then I then I went and started digging back through Easter eggs and stuff. So yeah, like I it's just a it's a solid movie. It doesn't really need a how what it is out of 10. Like it's no. it's a solid, it's a so, solid Marvel movie. Plus, who the hell are you to listen to us? That's exactly. Like, yeah, like know, right? we're telling you about the movie, what we thought about it and our, our theories about it. So you can like have something to listen to in your car or whatever. But like, let's yep. be honest, if you want to watch this movie, it's on Disney plus. If you don't have Disney plus, first of exactly. all, why are you listening to this podcast and don't have Disney plus It's beyond me. Yeah. Um, if you listen to this podcast, it should be part of the subscription <laughs> of when you listen to this podcast, you must require to have a Disney plus subscription. Yeah, you um, have to. Yeah, but you know, if you don't wait for it to come out in DVD, it will come out on the 30th of December or sorry, November. Buy the Blu-ray and watch it at home uh, for sure, because it's definitely a movie that we recommend watching. I will tell yep. you, if we get to that Marvel Cinematic movie, I mean, if we were doing this podcast when the first Incredible Hulk came out, or you know, yep. Thor: The Dark World came out, I'd probably say, eh, you could probably skip this one. I will Absolutely. tell you when we get to that point. Absolutely. I am a diehard Marvel fan, but I will be honest and open yep. with you, saying you can skip it. But here's the deal. I have never listened to someone else's recommendation on that stuff. No. If it's a thing I want to watch and someone else gave me the review of, hey, don't watch it. I still watch it. Yep. And a lot of times they're proven wrong. I liked it sure. well enough. It wasn't an Oscar winning you know, yep. uh, feature film of the of Lifetime. It's it's a good movie and it's a great movie and it's worth watching well, if you're into I Marvel think the point series. you just made is the big one. If you love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you can't skip this one because yeah. I have a feeling there's some big, big things from this one that we haven't even started to mess around with yet. So yeah, you can't exactly. skip Shang-Chi. No. And also, love. we didn't talk about it before. We'll finish up with this. The cool. most fun part about this thing is in 2008, Simi, Simu Liu tweeted at Marvel in 2018. So prior to the actual announcement yep. of this movie that in, in parentheses, he, said, he says, okay, at Marvel, are we going to talk or what? hashtag Shang-Chi. And then the guy goes on to be announced as Shang-Chi. Yep. That's literally been talked about a lot on the internet. That Marvel and, 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 and Simu Liu weren't talking at that time. It wasn't like he was even in the running. They may right. have internally had him in the running. 
but like it wasn't like they were talking and he was putting it out there like haha we're gonna tease you there he wasn't the role of shang chi yep. yet until after that and it's kind of awesome to see that someone tweets that out there and then yep. you come to find out they're actually going to be that character and he kicked well, it works so, he he did such a good job and so yep. i'm excited you should see it it's on disney plus yeah uh, adam and i give it an apple plus yes point two rating uh yep. Which is fine. I can't say Apple Plus because Apple Plus is an actual streaming service. We give it an, uh, two oranges yeah, yeah. and three bananas yeah, rating, yeah. Uh, and, and we we think it's worth watching for sure. You can yes. make a smoothie with those three oranges and, and two bananas yep. or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's our review. A review. Of, that's us talking about the, the movie. That, that's all it is. Back to like again, full circle. It's this. It's us doing exactly what we did while we were working late nights at OVC. Yes, it's just we're we're doing it and recording. No structure it now. at all. We just talk no, about the movie of, and see how it yep. lands, and that's get the way like, we do it. Get really excited and giddy about something for like a five minutes. Yep, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yep, yeah. exactly. So, and you can check us out. We did did do a uh, uh, Iron Man trilogy review recently. We've yep. done non MCU stuff. So we've done um, uh, TMNT. We did the Clark's movie, which is cool because uh, actually uh, when this podcast drops, which is uh, November twenty third, that night, Clark documentary about kevin yep. smith's life is coming out also on digital as well and good. also this week uh, if anybody's out there listening and watching this week venom let there be carnage hits digital this week as well so that's really exciting yep. too so that's a cool wrap up of that one too so in the future we'll do some things i think what we want to kind of do is uh, looking into like maybe we'll review spider-man homecoming spider-man no way home or sorry far from home and preview yep. no no way home so that comes out before december 17th and then we'll do a review of uh, no way home after that because i feel like if we did it originally we talked about doing like all three together and just talking about it i feel yeah. like it would be taken over by the idea of talking about the new movie because that's right on our our, our mind and, and it's new stuff to all of us so uh, in the future we'll figure this out exactly but we like the idea of waiting for it to come on streaming i i let's you at sense. home listen to it and watch it more uh before yeah. actually maybe watch it in the theater then you get to go home watch it again and then you listen exactly. to the podcast well, and just cool most most people probably can't afford to go to the theater anymore. Yeah. So so it also makes it more fun for for most of the people that are watching it on streaming. So yeah, um, it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook at Capes and Tights Podcast, Twitter at Capes Tights Pod, CapesandTights.com, Apple, Spotify, all those things. Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, we're on Thanksgiving week. I hope everybody has a great we Thanksgiving, are. right, Adam? Like I think I, I'm ready for I'm ready for Thanksgiving. I'm ready for some yeah. turkey. Yes. Uh, we actually got some of that, uh, the non-alcoholic shandy in the refrigerator. What's it Ooh, called? Nice. Um, I have some of that too. Uh, Paul, Paul, um, what's it called? Uh, Polliner. Polliner? It's the Paul. Um, yeah. Yes. I think it's and by Polliner. Yep. We got that in the fridge right now um, for us too. Cause we like to, I think it's delicious. I think it's one of the best drinks on the market, honestly. I, it's <laughs> alcoholic, it's good, non-alcoholic. Man. So yep. but yeah, you can think back on old main set of mind podcasts when we talked about non-alcoholic beer. I know it seems like 10 years ago, uh, but yeah, we'll be hopefully bringing that back here pretty soon too. But yeah, yeah totally. so that's capes and tights. Uh, we're, you know, on social media, find us and, and, and go watch Shang-Chi and the legend of the 10 rings right now. If you haven't, if you haven't, and you've listened to this podcast this whole time, you probably still should watch it. But uh, if not also watch um, uh, Venom, let there be carnage this week Yes, and get prepared for that movie watch venom tonight that's what you should do watch venom tonight yep. and then tomorrow when let there be carnage comes out you can watch venom too there you go we figured your life out we figured your plans yeah. out for this week listen to this podcast 
then watch Venom tonight. Yep. <laughs> and then watch Venom two tomorrow, and then have Thanksgiving. And then, night, we Thanksgiving. talk about the new Venom at some point, and it'll mm-hmm. be fun. I've I have I've, I haven't seen the original Venom, so I can bring my fresh perspective to it. And see, and that will be probably one that we, we review both movies at the same time, just because they time, uh, yep. it's still only two movies, and we haven't done the first one yet, so we'll do it at the same time. But um, play all of Capes and Tights podcast on Thanksgiving in the background while you're having dinner. Yes. People will love to hear us banter in the background. So check out, you know, put that yeah. on, just put it on the Bose system, turn up really loud and tell everybody this is what they're listening to on Thanksgiving. Exactly. The whole time. And they'll all walk away better people for it. Exactly. But uh, this has been Capes and Tights. I'm Justin. I'm Adam. Thanks guys. See you.